0: Hi, fam. How are you doing? Lawrence Jalisha here. So a little brief update. Um, Thanks for subscribing to the Heart to Heart podcast. Uh, We'll be having amazing content for you out every week. Um, But this is a little test. We're just working on our systems, on our backgrounds, just to ensure that our uploads are working amazing on whatever system you're using. So I'll need you to do me a favor. Number one, kindly subscribe to the channel. And even before we upload our first, please do leave us an amazing rating. What this does is that it makes us visible and that way we can reach out to way more people. So if you're able to, I'll ask you to do me another favor. Just kindly turn your notifications on with regards to this podcast. That way, when we upload anything, you don't miss it. You can follow me on all my socials, Lawrence Chileshe, That's uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram. We don't have Twitter yet, but we should be getting on that soon. Um, I think that's all. So thank you. Uh, you're about to listen to a sermon that I preached at a Word Empowerment Movement Conference in Lusaka, Zambia on the 15th of May. So kindly stay tuned, be blessed, like, subscribe, whatever it is on your channel or platform you're using. Leave us the highest rating and kindly give feedback on what topics you'd like us to see handled and we'll be able to get and grow from there. Thank you so much.
1: Before I get too excited. Let me not forget protocol, my director. Thank you. Uh, this is not an easy easy thing. Uh, as I always say, I don't think this is something I'll get used to. My goodness, it's good to see all of you. It's good to see you you guys. Like, I missed this. You, know? you don't realize how much you miss something until you... I missed this. Today, I have a word for you from From God, will not leave you the same. It is like a person who has been hit by a truck. When you meet them, you look at them, but there is something different about you. I can't put a hand on it, but the way you are walking and talking is different. The word of God, as Pastor George was, was. Speaking and Dr. David came on your alignment. God was ministering to me not to miss it. Because it is possible to be in such a place. Because you are serving, because you are an usher, you are playing the guitar, the keyboard, the drums. You are behind the camera or whatever it is you are doing. It is possible because you are within the realms and the confines of service to think that you are in proper alignment. The Apostle Paul says this about himself, that lest after preaching to others, I myself miss out on the prize. May that not be you. Amen. So do not let your close proximity to the word Be the reason that you miss out on the benefits of the word. Amen. Today I have a message with you, for you, that I have titled, The Perils of Not Progressing. Today's word empowerment movement, day of progress, pressing on. Amen. Amen. Progress is defined as a forward or on one movement towards a goal or a destination. You cannot progress if you do not have a destination in mind. If you do not have a goal in mind, any movement that you make is simply in circles. Because at a certain point, you will have to go back to where you have come from. Are you aware that going to town is progress for others, but going to town for others is detrimental? The fact that you have started a journey in a certain direction, if that is not where you are supposed to be, you are not making progress. So for one to make progress, there must first be a goal in mind. What's our theme scripture for today? Let's read it. From the Amplified. Am I supposed to give it to you or you guys already know it? Mm -hmm. Come on, people. Come on. What is our theme scripture for today? It's been on the post that you've been sharing. Philippians 3.14. You see, don't just share. Post the postage, post the post, 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 just post it. The person you invited will come and get your blessing as well and go with it. I press on towards the goal to win the supreme and heavenly prize to which God in Christ Jesus is calling us upward. The supreme and heavenly prize. Meaning that there are other prizes that are lesser than that. So as you press on for your healing, do not forget that there is a supreme prize. As you press on for that spouse, for those children, whatever it is you are pressing on, whatever it is you are progressing, never neglect the fact that there is a supreme prize, which is our position which is our placement in Christ. Man has been designed with an element within himself that craves and desires progress. You are wired for progress. It is a part of you. That is why a child must grow. And babies cute. They are adorable, you don't. Know? But if six months in the baby is looking As though they just came out of the womb You will be worried No I came to where I gave my life to Christ in 2014 And you've been the same ever since There is a problem the Bible says that heaven rejoices over the sinner that has repented. Yes, but after that, there must be progress. This is just the start. Relationships must progress, otherwise, you will get frustrated. That is why, if it's consistently texting, 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 at a certain point you ask, "Tuleyakuisa?" <laughs> they must be progress. You get frustrated when things are not progressing. No, we used to talk about favorite colors number. Organizations must progress as well. Do not despise the day of small beginnings. Yes, but it is the day of small beginnings. You have begun. There must be a growth after the beginning. Do not let people Oh, wait, no. I am getting there. It's point number three. I'm still point number one. Okay. You see, we must progress even spiritually. And the Bible says this, 3rd John 2. 3rd John only has one chapter so you can say 3rd John 1, 2 or 3rd John. You must align to progression and there is something it's almost as though I'm building on Someone asked me a question, I think that was 2016. So, do you guys sit and just share points? Because it's as though your sermons always align, you know. even the, No. Number one, we pray. Number two, we have a director who prays. <laughs> so you find that even the way the program is aligned, somehow, it's as though the sermons are beating on one. 3 John 1-2. Are we, are we able? Okay. There we go. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in every way. And that your body may keep well, even as I know your soul keeps well and prospers. Give me the NKJV. New King James Version. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. The Lawrence Version says this. Beloved, I pray that you may progress in all things and be in health just as your soul progresses. There's an element within that scripture that I want to bring out to you. Notice that everything else must progress even as your soul progresses. If you are having progress in other areas, but your soul has not progressed, are you aware that the very progress which is supposed to take you somewhere becomes detrimental to you? Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. If you have not yet grown, if you have not progressed in those things, if you have not been transformed, by your mind has not been renewed. Your transformation has not taken place. When the progress comes in all things and your soul has not prospered, you become those people that we look at in movies. Something is coming and they are doing everything they can to sabotage it. God brings him a good woman. Have you seen people who when progress is coming, it's as though they are fighting it? I'm sure in your own life you have noticed that you have prayed for certain things. But when they come, it's as though you begin to reject them. No matter God's allowance, I know they said you have progress and revival. Pray for me, please. I want a promotion. Promotion comes. No me, I can't handle this. I'm too small. I pray that you, that your soul prospers. And that everything else aligns to it. Because when the blessing comes, there must be a place on which it must rest. You want growth? No. Me, I want to have a conference like Apostle Fred. Like Pastor Daniel. I was speaking to some young ministers and I was telling them, you admire progress. You admire all these things. It is good. And yet the moment one person says something against you, you want to quit the ministry. How will you handle someone having a YouTube channel dedicated to calling you a false prophet? No guys, welcome to my channel. Today we are decoding... Destiny, according to Pastor Daniel Kaira, I am going to show you four points in which this man is not a man of God. 200k views. You must be able to handle them. God wants you to progress. But you see, the progress must not defeat you. That's why the blessing of the Lord Make it rich and adds no sorrow. Meaning it is possible to get rich and have sorrow. I'm quiet. There is a progress that the world gives. This is my second point. This gives you a goal of attaining the whole world. Whether in ministry, business or work. There is a progress that the world gives you. Remember, our progress must be in line with what God has called us to. There is a prize that we are working towards. There is a prize that we are marching towards. The world also has prizes. Prizes. It also has goals. It also has what it calls progress. No, it doesn't matter as long as there is a ring on your finger. So it doesn't matter who it is. No, as long as the checks are hitting the account, it doesn't matter whether you have defrauded people, whether you have stolen, no, as long as you have made it. The progress of the world is this. The ends justify the means. It doesn't matter how I get there as long as I've got there. It doesn't matter who I have hurt as long as I have the people coming. This is not you. It looks good from afar. And we admire it often knowing the truth of it. Let me give you a story from the Bible Listen, You say, no, I better a story. Abraham... Then Abram is told, leave your father's house. And he goes and he begins to move about. Sometimes looking as though he doesn't even have a plan. If you look at the movements that he makes. He doesn't know where to go. He ends up in Egypt. In Egypt he progresses. He lies. No, this is my sister. The man gets them. And then God himself comes and says, ha, Now, for you are a dead man. And it doesn't say because you have got on man's wife. Because you are taking a prophet's wife, you must respect men of God. There's an alignment you have with God. There's an alignment that God also has with his friends. Son of God, child of God, friend of God. That's a teaching for another day. They begin to grow, him and Lot. They begin to grow. They are progressing so much. The things we admire. Bible says that he had all this wealth, all this cattle, all those things. When you read about camels in the Bible, it's not what were camels for. Camels was a transportation business, basically. And so it's like he had trucks because people would hire his camels and say, no, they're to Egypt, so we need to. And they would go to him with his thousands of camels and he would hire them out. He was wealthy in gold, in all these things. It says that Abraham had an army. You can imagine, he was so rich, he had a private army. When he got to Egypt, which historians would tell you was the trade center, the capital of the world at that time, he was so rich that he started competing with the wealth of a nation, one man. And his wife was so beautiful. With men of God and beautiful women, but I think I get it. The king looked and said, "Who is this?" God came. You are another man's wife. You are dead. And the Bible says that the wombs of Pharaoh's wives were died because it wasn't until after Sarah was given back that Abraham blessed. The Bible says that they were able to give birth. Meaning as my sanctified imagination just shows me there's someone it's been nine months they are due for birth but somehow it's just not happening. So lo- so they have this battle you know oh no no may I have money even may I have money our businesses begin to clash. And then what happens? Abraham, being the wise one, says, no, please, where will you go? And the Bible says that he looked towards the plains. And he looked wonderful. It was well watered. He picked the better place for himself rather than the reason that he was blessed. That was just for some people. (laughs) It's not for you. And he went there and the Bible says that the people of that time were extremely wicked. And before long, we know that even his family became corrupt. Because when you read through the scriptures, Abraham is talking to God saying, don't destroy it Unless you find, he starts from 50 and stops at 10. Why did he stop at 10? Have you ever asked yourself that? Lot's family had 10 members. So he was counting. No, Lot is a righteous man. So if God finds Lot's family there, he will not destroy it. There is the progress that the world gives, its end is destruction. There is a way that seems wise to men whose end is destruction. So you must be very careful with the words that you hear. With what you every day, four hours on Facebook. You haven't posted anything. My memes. No, this meme makes fun of the church. This one makes fun of pastors. No, This one says Christians are poor. No, This one says the church is judgmental. No, tell us the reason you left the church. A 5.1k comments, it looks like fun and games and jokes, but what you are doing is that you are building within yourself, you are ingesting, as Pastor John said, you are eating, you are chewing, you are digesting. And before long, you begin to think a certain way about the church, and you don't even know why. Before long, it's a struggle to give tithe. Before long, everyone who introduces himself as prophet, apostle, is false. Before long, everyone who does miracles, they are fake miracles. No, people must teach the word of God. These miracles. In fact, if you were taught the way you are saying people must be taught, you would be celebrating miracles. Last. To press on is to go on despite the odds. Habakkuk chapter number 2, verse 2. Write down the vision on a tablet and make it plain. That he who holds it may run with it, though it tarries, it will surely come to pass. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. That what? He may run who reads it. After the vision is there, it has been placed on a tablet. There is a role that you must play in your progress. When God communicates, you must now begin to run in the direction that God has called you to. Give me the next part. What does it say? For the vision is yet for an appointed time. There is a time for the vision. But at the end, it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it. Because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Very interesting, eh? Though it tarries, wait for it. Because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Is it tarrying and they must wait for it or is? You must run forward. You must have the go in mind. What was it that God called you for? What did he tell you? What must you do to get there? There will be odds that will come. There will be words that will come. There will be circumstances that will seek to fight this word that God has given. Maybe it's just my life, but for some reason, the moment God says something, it's as though everything that is required to make that word come to pass begins to get fought. God says do this then suddenly everyone who even when you were planning you were depending on at not to alert soul it's like they just disappear he must run with it in a world that is slowly teaching you to give up the moment you meet resistance no if you are resisted, it's not for you Now, if there's opposition, if there's heaviness, it's not for you. Have you noticed that? We are being taught not to fight anymore. We are being taught not to run anymore. We want things easy. Two-day express delivery shipping. Pressing on requires effort and continuous progress. Why? The one who called you. Is faith. First Thessalonians chapter number five, verse twenty-four. This is my last scripture. You're going to stand and you're going to pray. Amen. First Thessalonians chapter number five, verse twenty-four. Faithful is he who is calling you to himself, and utterly trustworthy. He will also do it. That is fulfill his call by keeping you. He who calls you is faithful. Who also will do it? That alone, that. God wants you to progress. He desires you to progress. There is a process to progress. He has said you will progress. Now you must hold on because he who calls you is faithful. Dr. David said something. You can stand to your feet. He quoted a description. He said, they that are led by the Spirit. Let me just show you something. In Exodus, the Bible says that the children of Israel, God took them by the longer way. Lest that if they pass by the shorter way, they may meet war and faint and turn back to captivity. But have you noticed that even the longer way they met, they actually encountered battle? They encountered the Red Sea. But he made them use the longer route so that they should not encounter battle, but they still encountered battle. How? Every battle that you meet when you are led by the Spirit, you are equipped to win. Everything that comes in your path When you are led by God, it is there to ensure your progress and your stability. If there is so where you are, he is there to ensure that you do not go through shortcuts. He is there to ensure that the progress, that the process you are supposed to go through is accomplished. That is why you must be led by the Spirit in all you. do. What has God said? What are you doing to get there? on all sides, but not crushed. We are struck down, but we are not destroyed. There is a comeback. There is a place that we must get to. And we are getting there because he who has called us is faithful. On this day of progress, I know there are those who are getting their words for the first time. But I also know that there are those who are walking in the fullness of what God said. They are seeing the combination of the prophetic words. Then there are also those who are saying, I am at the verge of giving up. I have tried. I have prayed. Beloved, I am telling you that he who has called you is faithful. If he has said it, he will do it. Just raise your hands to heaven and just begin to declare over yourself that you will make the progress. You will make the progress. There is a move of the Spirit. You will make the progress. He is empowering you from the inside. Just declare it over yourself. I am making my progress. I am not missing it. Open your mouth and preach out of God. Declare it over yourself. I am making my progress. I am making my progress. That which you have said, it is coming to pass. Declare it! Declare it! Declare it, child of God! I am making my progress. In my academics. In my family you have called me to in my ministry I am progressing declare it out of God declare it he is faithful who has called you call upon his name In this place, may there be an empowerment on the inside. I speak a charging right now. I speak a charge. I speak a charge. The fire that was going out, I find it to flame. I find it to flame now. In Jesus' mighty name. It is done. the name of jesus we are progressing we are progressing in jesus name